Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show, Thursday night, October 22nd, uh, and happy to be with you here on this uh, this fine fall Thursday evening. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Aniano, and joining me as he uh, always does, my partner, colleague, and co-host, and the one guy out there who, if I was Chase Utley, I wouldn't mind taking out with a slide, uh, Mr. <laughs> Douglas Dardala. Doug, happy Thursday, happy fantasy football week number seven. How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm okay. Not much going on right here, Anthony. Very, very Not quiet much week, going on, you know. Doug. Hey, I, I hear you. A little, little crazy. Doug, like me, a fellow Met fan, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of actually glad we've got a few nights off. Gonna do this show and 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 then crawl into bed and probably not wake up till Tuesday. The nights have been long. They've been exciting. Um, and I'm willing to talk about it. So if you want to give us a call, even though we're a fantasy football show, if you want to talk playoff baseball, man, I'm all in. So give us a call at 347-838-8088. That's 347-838-8088. As you know, the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show airs every Thursday night at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, brought to you by myself, Anthony and Douglas. You can find me at rotoballer.com, draftvalet.com. Chat room, phone lines are always open, and uh, be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Fantasy. That's A-A-N-I-A-N-O Fantasy. Uh, and Facebook, where you can just look up the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. And do us a favor, go on Twitter, search the show, download, subscribe, rate, comment, do all that fun stuff there on Twitter and on, on iTunes, and get involved. Uh, always a lot of fun, and we appreciate the support, as you know. All right, Doug, Fantasy Football Week 7, and we got to start the conversation with the bye weeks because it's a bad one, brother. Chicago <laughs> Bears, Cincinnati Bengals, Denver Broncos, Green Bay Packers, right? We'll start with the quarterback position. You're losing, you're losing definite three top starters. Dalton's been terrific. Manning, who hasn't been great, but he's probably still starting in your league, and Aaron Rodgers. And Jay Cutler has not been bad either. He's been usable. So you're down four quality quarterbacks. We'll start the conversation with them. Where do you go? I know where I went to replace Aaron Rodgers. But, but you know, other than the obvious Tom Brady's, Eli Manning, so forth, where, where are you turning this week to fill in for these top-tier quarterbacks? Anthony, I said it a few weeks ago, I'm really high on Blake Bortles right now. The guy is averaging about 29 points per game in the last five games. Uh, right now, he's ranked sixth overall in fantasy points. I mean, who would have thought the people he's over? He's way ahead of Peyton Manning. He's ahead of Drew Brees. I mean, the guy, and he has a weak schedule. He a, real football-wise, he doesn't look that great. Fantasy football-wise, he's getting it done big time. I like Blake Bortles a lot. Yeah, you know, Bortles, it's funny. You, you stole my thunder there in a, uh, in a Yahoo league where I own – Aaron Rodgers. And, Doug, you're familiar with my theory. If I drafted Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or someone of that echelon of quarterback, I did not draft a backup. Um, in the league wearing together where I have Russell Martin and Eli Manning, I don't have them in that same echelon of QB. 
So I have them both, and I've been running with Eli. Um, so here, here I have Rodgers. I needed to make a move, and I went Bortles. 13 touchdowns on the season, 7 interceptions, over 1,600 yards, and in a 6-point touchdown league, we'll go with the 6-point touchdown league, he has been over 20 or higher points every week since week one. He's had the last two games 40 and then 30 fantasy points. The guy's been terrific, um, throwing eight touchdowns his last three games, four interceptions. And this week, he's traveling to London. Now, Doug, does the travel to London scare you at all? Uh, you know what? I figure the Bills are making the same trip. doesn't really bother me too much. There you go. And they, that's who he's playing, the Buffalo Bills. Doug, everybody talks about the Buffalo Bills defense. I, I'm begging people to stop. Stop talking <laughs> about that defense. I, I mean, you're laughing because uh, they're fourth in the league against the run. Okay, maybe you don't love, fall in love with T.J. Yeldon if he plays. He was out last week with the groin situation. Right. You could throw the ball on the Bills. They're 23rd in the league against the pass. Stay with this game for a minute. I'm all in on Bortles. I'm all in on Allen Robinson. And I'm all in on Allen Hearns, Doug. I agree 100%. Yeah, I mean, both those guys. I'm starting all three of those guys. Yeldon, I, I mean... <sighs> The groin's a tricky, a tricky thing to come back from in a week. I'd be a little bit hesitant to play him, um, or really anybody from that backfield. If you're not gonna play him, you wouldn't play anybody. I mean, right. the, the leading rusher feasibly could be Bortles next week, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah I'm all in. Gerard, I'm all in. Those guys. Absolutely, that? I agree. I, I agree. And uh, yeah. Bortles to me is the number one guy if he's available to add. He's the guy to go with and start um, this week. I have you him know, in Anthony, my top ten pretty easily. Yeah, what's up, Doug? Just, uh, I was looking at uh, preseason rankings. They had Bortles ranked or, or predicted the season to score about 10 to 11 touchdowns on the year and about 17 wow. interceptions. Yeah, and he was ranked about 27th, 28th, 29th, or, you know, about average. Now he's a top 12, top 10 quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I got to agree with you on that. I mean, he's outplayed he, – he's – Here's a here's an, a flat out serious question. Would you play going forward Blake Bortles and his thirteen touchdowns, seven interceptions, and his gunslinger mentality, right? Three hundred thirty one yards, three hundred yards, two hundred and ninety eight the yards before. He's putting up better and better numbers, it seems, every week. He did get picked off three times last week, however. Right. Would you play him over Eli over Peyton Manning? Seven touchdowns, no. ten interceptions, fifteen hundred yards. Are you that excited? Peyton Manning's only thrown for three hundred yards once. His last three games, week four, week five, week six, he has a combined thirty-one fantasy points, seven touch, seven interceptions to two touchdowns. His last three games, he's been terrible. Four game, he's only broken twenty fantasy points twice this year. Are you ready to say, Peyton Manning, you're a backup quarterback on my fantasy team. I'm going with Blake Bortles. You know, I, I, for once I anticipated your little game here, and I was, I was anticipating you saying Bortles over several people, Peyton Manning included there. And, yeah, you know what, I am ready. Actually, I made an offer uh, to one guy. I have on my roster, I have uh, Blake Bortles. I picked him up. And I have um, Cam Newton. And this guy has 
Peyton Manning, so I made an offer. I want to see if he's going to if he's going to bite. Um, I'll trade away for him if I if I have Cam. Cam's buy is passed, and he's doing really well. I'm definitely going to start Blake Bortles over Peyton Manning. And Anthony, if you remember way back in preseason, you and I discussed mm-hmm. this could be the year that Eli surpasses his brother for the first time. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'd feel a lot better saying that if I didn't watch Eli play terrible on Sunday night, though. On Monday night, I really would. Well, Eli, Eli for you. You're going to get those yeah. from Eli. You know, you have to expect yeah, he, three or four get bad two, games. Yep, I was going to say, three stinkers a season you're going to get out of Eli. Yep. And, uh, and you saw that last week. Doug, let's talk about some other quarterbacks with some good matchups here. <clears throat> um you know, Russell, Russell Wilson had a nice matchup tonight against the 49ers. He's got a deep touchdown pass to Tyler Lockett. Um, Tennessee Titans against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are number one in the league against the run, but they're 29th in the, in the league against the pass. Now, Mariota might not play. He's got a knee situation, but let's assume he does. Do you feel comfortable going with Marcus Mariota this week? Against the Falcons team, that's very good, but a pass defense that can be vulnerable. No, I'm not playing him at all this week. Um, the, the thing is, it's a question mark whether he's going to play. If he's not 100% healthy, I'm not even going to put him in. There's no way. And with Fair uh, enough. With, with Atlanta, you know they're going to be putting a lot of points up early. I don't want him in a shootout against Atlanta right now. Right. What about Teddy Bridgewater? Bridgewater has not been great. I mean, let's just be honest about Bridgewater. He's been a pretty big disappointment this season. Um, on the year, only three passing touchdowns, four interceptions, just over 1,000 yards. Um, he's only cracked 15 fantasy points in a six-touchdown league twice. He's been really kind of irrelevant. However, he's kind of developing a nice rapport now with rookie-wide receiver Stephon Diggs. Diggs has had two terrific games in a row. Um, I've added him in as many leagues as I could. Last two games, week four at Denver, 10 targets, six receptions, 87 yards. Then a bye week, and then week six against Kansas City, seven catches on nine targets, 129 yards. I like Diggs. If he's available in your league, make sure you add him. But Bridgewater this week has a great matchup, possibly his best matchup of the season, going against the Detroit Lions defense that is 22nd in the league against the pass, 20, I'm sorry, 26, 22nd against the pass, and uh, 26th in the league against the run. They're vulnerable, Doug. Is this a week you're willing to take a flyer? If you're missing Rodgers, Manning, Dalton, Cutler, if Bortles isn't there, do you roll the dice with an underperforming but good matchup Bridgewater? Yeah, I was looking at Bridgewater's stats earlier today. Please see page three. So you know, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not willing to, to uh, put my neck on the line for him yet. Uh, Diggs, yes. Bridgewater, no. Yeah, I, I'm. I got to be honest. I was on the fence with three players in a league where a Yahoo league where I had Iron Rodgers, and it was. I did like uh, Bridgewater's matchup. Sure. I had Bortles, and then I had Brian Hoyer. Um, of Houston, who right. right now is throwing to the greatest wide receiver who has ever lived. DeAndre Hopkins has been out of his mind absurd. Now, now I don't know what Houston's doing. They went to Ryan Mallett. They realized that didn't work. And now they've gone back to Hoyer. And Hoyer's got over 20 fantasy points three straight weeks. 
In his last two games, he's averaging 300 yards a game, uh, five touchdowns to only one interception, seven touchdowns to one interception over his last three. So Hoyer's looked terrific. You know, Hoyer this week, the Texans have a nice matchup this week. They're going against the Miami Dolphins. Um, Dolphins are 12th in the league against the pass, 34th and 31st against the run. Play Arian Foster. Um, any interest in Brian Hoyer, or is uh, Bortles still your number one guy? Well, actually, Bortles is my number one guy, and my number two guy is Brian Hoyer. I like his matchup okay. again. Uh, you know, I, I, he's he's looking he's looking pretty good to me. I mean, you know what? You you wanted to jump on the bandwagon because of uh, hard knocks and that kind of stuff, but you know he, he was up and down, and you know it, it was it was he and Mallard who's going to play. And like you said, you know, with DeAndre Hopkins, who I talked myself out of picking in every league, and I'm yeah. regretting it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm extremely comfortable playing Brian Hoyer. Yeah, I could not have been more wrong on DeAndre Hopkins this offseason. Really well, I think a quarterback situation is questionable, so why would, I play, why would I pick him up, you know? Big mistake. Yep. Between that and the Arian Foster injury, I mean, we mm-hmm. are – the Houston Texans have played six games. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins has 90 targets in six games. That's that is just – that's absurd. 52 catches, 726 yards, five receiving touchdowns. His worst game was week two, where he only had about 10 fantasy points. Uh, He's had over 30 fantasy points three times, over four. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is all-world. He is a first-round pick next season. He's been that, that good. Um, Doug, other than any of the top-tier quarterbacks, right, we know Phillip Rivers has a great matchup against Oakland. We love Carson Palmer against Baltimore is a must-start. Folks, if you haven't realized it, This is not the Baltimore Ravens defense you grew up watching. They're 27th in the league against the pass. Carson Palmer should be able to light them up. I'd be shocked if he couldn't. Andrew Luck and Drew Brees should be a shootout uh, when the Colts play the Saints. Brady, are you worried about Brady against the Jets? Let's go there. Um, You know what? No, I'm not. I'm definitely not. Uh, You know, I've always liked Fitzpatrick. He's one of those blue-collar, I mean, well, Harvard grad, but yeah, but blue collar looking right. guys. Nothing, nothing flashy about him. He scored an ugly touchdown this week, uh, last week, but it still counts for six points. Um, I'm a little hesitant play starting him, but I'm not hesitant playing Brady at all. Jets defense second in the league against the pass, second in the league against the run, but um, this this Patriots offense a different level. You agree with that, Doug? <laughs> they're, uh, they're, I mean, they're. I'm at the point now where, um, for the past several years, the, the the debate's always been, you know, who's better, Brady or Montana. I'm always picking Montana. Now I'm starting to lean towards Brady now. The way he's playing, he's out of his mind. He's like 45 years old, something like that now. I mean, his arm's hanging off. He's getting divorced. Everything's going against him. And, you know, he's just he's lighting up unbelievably. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a revenge tour. I mean, it's it's a joke, but it's not a joke. He's pissed. And he's taking he it out on everybody. And we said, all it, we said it, yeah, preseason, we said, you know, he's going to be really unhappy and he's going to take it out on every single team that you're rooting for. Do the Patriots have a chance to run the table this year? You know, it, it's a long season. It's a long, you know, it's week seven. And it's, it's, it's a little bit silly to talk that way right now, but, I mean, you, you kind of have to. I mean, 
they're they're just so good. And as always, their defense is underrated. Their defense is solid, you know, and they're they're just they have to lose to one of those teams that's going to be like you know three and five or three and ten because they they're bringing the level so high. You got to hope that they someone just catches them on a bad week. That's a struggling team. You know what I mean? Doug, here it is. Ready? Yeah. Patriots this week at home versus the Jets. Patriots or Jets? Easily. Patriots. Passies. Definitely. Next week at home against the Dolphins. Well, it's, that, that could be the trap game, you know? But, I mean, I on, on paper, you got to take the Patriots. All right. Week 9 at home against the Redskins. Patriots. Should be an easy win. Those are the tough ones, but should be an easy win. All right. They also have at home Buffalo, Philadelphia, and Tennessee. None of those teams stand the chance in New England against the Patriots, in my opinion. Now, they've got five road games left. They're at the Giants Week 10. They're at the Broncos Week 12. The Texans Week 14. And week 16 against the Jets, 17 at Miami. If they lose a game, who's it going to be to? I'm going to make a really stupid, stupid prediction and say the Giants beat them at home. That would be fun. It would be. I mean, the place is going to be rocking. Rocking. I, I see three games that could catch the Patriots all on the road. The Giants, just because of the history there. Right. The Broncos, because of the history there. Right. And the Jets, because of the history there. Those are the only yeah. three. If if Peyton was even remotely a shell yeah. of himself, I would, I, would, I would say the Broncos. But, I mean, he's he's. I don't think he will ever lose to Peyton Manning. If Peyton Manning got a bionic arm, he will still not lose to that guy. He just won't. I'm not convinced. Yeah. I, I think Brady beats him every time going forward yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, Doug, one more quarterback I wanted to ask you about, and then we move on. Sam Bradford, he seems to be turning the corner and playing well. Picked up the win this week against the Giants. <coughs> Excuse me. But in the process, he threw three interceptions. This week, uh, Sam Bradford has a matchup at Carolina. Carolina Panthers on the season. They are 15th in the league against the pass. Bradford, for all of his yardage he's putting up, in his last two games, has three touchdowns and five interceptions. Can you trust Sam Bradford in your in your opinion? Um, at Carolina, no. Carolina, they're they're having a great season. They're one of those teams where you know it's not a real big market. You don't really hear a lot about them, but they're having a real nice season right now. Um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, Phillies can get whooped. They they had a big win against the Giants. They're on cloud nine right now, and those are the games you lose the, the week after. Fair enough, fair enough. Doug, let's slide over to the running back position. And again, bye week is taking a lump out of your running backs. You're losing Matt Forte from Chicago. You're losing uh, Gio Bernard and probably to a lesser extent Jeremy Hill. He's been a big disappointment. Broncos situation, it seems like Ronnie Hillman's establishing himself more than C.J. Anderson is. And Eddie Lacy, James Starks. Eddie Lacy's been a, there's a couple of disappointing running backs on buys, but odds are there's probably a good chance he was still utilizing him in Jeremy Hill. C.J. Anderson, Eddie Lacy, but these are still top-tier running backs, and they're out this week. So keep that in mind 
as we're talking about possible replacements. But, Doug, Devonta Freeman, we got to start with him just because he's been so out of this world. This is a guy who was viewed as a third down back at the start of the season. Kevin Coleman got the start, bruised the ribs, and you'll enjoy this old-school baseball reference. He's gotten Wally pipped in the worst way. Kevin Freeman on the season, 505 yards, rushing a 4.8 yards per carry average, nine touchdowns. Uh, He also has 32 receptions for 41 targets, just under 300 yards receiving and a receiving touchdown. Okay, Since he's taken over in four starts, he has had four games of over 35 fantasy points in a PPR format. Absolutely absurd. Uh, Freeman this week goes against the Tennessee Titan defense. That is 28th in the league against the run. Is there a better running back out there right now in fantasy, Doug? Yeah. You know, it's, he's, I mean, talk about missing, missing the boat. He was not even on my radar. I liked him last year. I thought he could uh, do real well. He didn't do anything, and and I got sour on him. And that was it. I, he, he wasn't even on my radar at all this preseason. Mm-hmm. I've heard that a and, lot. You know, what's that? I've heard that yeah. same thing uh, that a lot of people I've heard in the industry say liked him last year, soured on him, didn't like him this year. Uh, that's been a common theme, Doug. Yeah, and and you know what? If if you're looking up to reap those benefits, then good for you. You know, I know you got him in our league, and he's he's paying massive dividends. Uh, I would have taken uh, Coleman over him in a second if I had the choice between the two of them. Uh, you know, it's, it's just unex- it's inexplainable. I can't, I can't explain it. He's like, he, he looks like the Daniel Thompson out there. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the, the best comparison I've heard is Maurice Jones-Drew with more speed. I mean, I, I'll sign up for that any day. That's for sure, Maurice Jones-Drew with more speed. Sure. Um, I've actually got him now in a second league. Somebody else in a different league who had him. You know how people, you know, fantasy football, people get impatient. And Tevin Coleman was the start of week one. Tevin Coleman had a decent game week one. I think he went 20 carries for 80 yards, a solid four yards and a, a carry. And they dropped him after week one. And I had Tevin Coleman. And I said, you know what, let me take advantage of this and handcuff my Tevin Coleman with Devonta Freeman. Week two, Tevin Coleman gets hurt. And away I go. And it's turned my whole season around in that league. Um, I've, I've won three or four in a row now because on the back of Devonta Freeman. So he's clearly the number one. But, Doug, let's talk about some other matchups, some other running backs with great, great matchups, right? Um, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's running against the Cleveland Brown defense that is 32nd in the league, dead last against the run. Uh, I got to put Todd Gurley in every league, in any format, daily league, uh, seasonal league, Todd Gurley's a must-start this week. What do you think? Yeah, you know, it's funny. He's one of those guys where people, it was around, probably around round four, round five, where you start thinking about taking him, and people, you know, a lot of people like myself who just weren't, weren't comfortable taking him, you know, how long is it going to take And you know you're going to have to sit him for at least three or four weeks minimum. And uh, once again, if you took him, it's, he's paying off. Uh, yeah, he's a clear must-start this week. He's a guy who's going to be also next year a first-round pick. Yeah, Gurley, he hasn't gotten in the end zone yet, but uh, last two games before the bye, 146 and 159 yards. Like I said, he's got Cleveland this week. He's got San Francisco next week. 
Then Minnesota and Chicago, he's got some great matchups. Gurley's in line for a monster post-bye week run here uh, going forward. Doug, what about what are some other running backs you see on your list there? That uh, You know, we know the Adrian Petersons, um, you know, the Le'Veon Bells. People know those guys. Who else are some court running backs that you maybe either like or don't like? I like uh, Shane Vereen versus the Dallas Cowboys this week. You do. He was a big disappointment Sunday, Monday night, Doug. He was, I know. But you know what? It's the Dallas Cowboys. Every, every, every giant plays to a higher level against the Cowboys. Eli is a definite must-start. Uh, we'll get to wide receivers later. But, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, he's the only running back that I'm going to play for, uh, for the Giants this week. Oh, absolutely. Doug, I think, in my opinion, Rashad Jennings, Andre Williams are both droppable. In a 10- or 12-team league, uh, I, I don't I don't see a pressing need to even roster either of those guys. Um, you know, bigger leagues, maybe you keep them. But both of those guys, for me, they could be uh, – they could be on the waiver wire. And speaking of waiver wire, Doug, what about Melvin Gordon of the Chargers? Um, fumbling issues, he has not looked good. Danny Woodhead is the running back to own. Melvin Gordon droppable? Oof. You know what? Try to trade him first because, I mean, he's another guy that you got around round three, if you're lucky, round four. And he was one of those guys, Anthony, that I just didn't want to touch preseason. You know, there's a handful of guys that I just wouldn't comfortable taking, and he's one of those guys. I mean, I wouldn't drop him. I wouldn't drop him because it's still it's still early. You never know, you never know what's going to happen. They, they, you know, they still like him. They, they want him to play, but as far as dropping him, I would I wouldn't drop him just yet. If somebody else dropped him, I would probably pick him up. Just to keep you informed. He did not practice. He's listed as questionable with an ankle injury. On the season, Melvin Gordon, and I'm going to disagree with Doug a little bit. I'm going to drop him in anything 12 teams or uh, smaller. Uh, Gordon's got 299 yards rushing on the season, an average of 3.8 yards per carry. Um, Here's the disgusting part. He has yet to get a touchdown, but he's fumbled the ball three times. You keep fumbling the ball, you're not going to be on the field. Not when you have a professional like Danny Woodhead there to take care of business. Um, Doug, Chris Ivory. We talked about Devontae Freeman, but you know what? If you took Chris Ivory in round seven and Devonta Freeman in round nine, you are uh, pretty excited about your backfield situation, Doug. Your thoughts on yeah, Ivory? Uh, you and I were both very high on Chris Ivory uh, this preseason, and he's shown us why. I mean, the guy just doesn't quit. He's tough. He has very, very I'd say, very good speed. You know, and he, and he, he runs like he, like you killed his family. You know, he he yeah, runs like he wants, to, he wants to punish. Yeah, he just wants to punish you, and he's 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 a lot of fun to watch. He really is. But uh, I mean, that that jet offense. I, I never thought I'd say this word, Anthony. That jet offense is looking real good. Their quarterback yeah. is decent. Their their wide receivers are good. Their running back is very solid. Their line is very good. They're. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I'd, I'd be shocked. Shocked. Yeah, I agree. You know, Brandon Marshall, they got him for a fifth-round pick. What a steal he turned out to be. Decker mm-hmm. looks way more comfortable in that wide receiver two-roll. Ivory is just running. Like you said, he's a beast. He's got four touchdowns on the season, over 100, 100, 150 yards essentially or more the last two games. 
This week he faces a Patriots defense that is 22nd in the league against the run, so you know the Jets are going to lean on him uh, like they've done. They've, you know, Rex Ryan had the Belial Powell. He had other guys involved. Todd Bowles, he knows his, who his running back is. It's Chris Ivory. He's had 20 or more carries in, four, in three of the four games he's played. Remember, week three he sat out. He was active, but he didn't get out on the field. Uh, Doug, what about the situation in Dallas? You know, Joseph Randall, they are down on, souring on Joseph Randall. Christine Michael is in the mix. Are you willing to start any of those Cowboy running backs against the Giants defense that is ranked sixth in the league against the run? I have written down right in front of me, Anthony, bench all Dallas Cowboy running backs. Anybody from Dallas. And, and, you know, Randall, I was extremely high on this preseason. I, I loved him this preseason, and he's a bust. So far, he's a bust. Yes. I, I've added Christine Michael in a couple of leagues. Um, Second-round pick out of Texas A&M. Just no room for him in Seattle. He's, going to, he's now going to be running behind the best run-blocking line in the league in Dallas. Des mm-hmm. Bryant is saying he might be able to play, and that's a changer. Although Matt Castle's playing quarterback. Woo. Um, this week, yeah, that's a scary situation. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think Christine Michael could be a nice second half addition to a fantasy football team. I'm all in on Christine Michael uh, going forward. Personally, Doug, any other running backs that maybe that are maybe sliding under the radar that you're willing to put in your lineup if you're missing a Lacey, a Hillman, a Forte? Uh, you know, you know. <sighs> Duke Johnson, he's playing St. Louis. Um, he's one of those guys. First in the league against the run. Yeah, I, I just I wanted to start him, but I'm, I'm going to bench him this week. Any other week, uh, any other matchup for the most part, I'm, I'm going to ride him. But uh, this week, I'm going to bench him. Latavius Murray, however, is definitely a guy I'm going to start against the the, uh, the Chargers. Yeah, I, I could see that as well. The Chargers, 29th in the league against the run. I have no problem rolling with Latavius Murray there. Um, what about DeMarco Murray, Doug? He's had a couple of decent games. Is he back in the good graces? Yeah, you know, he's one of those guys I thought eventually he was going to start getting his feet under him. Um, I would, wouldn't say he's a must-start, but, yeah, definitely a, a running back two or a flex. Yeah, no problem with that. Now he's starting to pick it up a little bit. I mean, Sam Bradford, he's he's up and he's down. Um, but Murray, you know, I, I, I saw in some leagues he was going first round. So if that's the case, you have to play him. You have to. Right, right. Very true. I'm avoiding the Patriots running back situation as well, Doug. Jets right. defense just too good. I'll play Edelman. I'll play Gronkowski. I'll play Brady. I'm going to avoid LeGarrette Blount. Deion Lewis in a PPR league, check the injury status, right? He had a abdominal injury, abdominal injury last week. He was not nearly as used as often as he was in weeks prior. Monitor that injury situation. But I, I'm kind of down on the Patriots running backs just for this week, just because that Jets defense is so good. Uh, they can have some problems there, Doug. Yeah, I was, I was thinking the same thing, Lewis. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not big on Blount. I know Blount has his his moments. I'm just not big on him overall. But Lewis. Uh, yeah, I would, most likely you got him off the, off the wave wire, and you, you should have at least two running backs ahead of him. 
um, that are serviceable. So I would definitely bench him this, this week as well. Chiefs are playing the Steelers. Steelers are seventh in the league against the run. Chinchardrick West was probably the top waiver wire ad last week. He didn't do much. Now, Davis didn't do much. Um, if you lost Jamal Charles, though, I think you still got to use one of those guys, no, Doug? Yeah, I mean, he, he was your first-round pick, Jamal Charles. Um, and if you went with him first round, maybe you went running back second round, maybe you waited a while. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think you have to play him at this point. If you got lucky with a Devonta Freeman or, you know, or a, a Woodhead, then you don't have to play it. But if if you didn't, you know, then I think you do. Here's a sneaky play if you wanted to add a PPR back, and some people will think I'm nuts, but he's gaining steam. Uh, Ahmad Bradshaw is back with the Colts. Signing kind of flew under the radar. Um, I know Frank Gore is the guy there, but – you know, Bradshaw was active last week. Uh, he didn't do much, four carries for eight yards, but he did have a couple of receptions. He had a catch for eight yards as well. It was his first game back after going unsigned. This week, you know, the Colts and Ahmad Bradshaw, they're playing a Saints defense. That is, is no great shakes. They're 24th in the league against the pass, 30th against the run. Obviously, you're playing Frank Gore and, uh, and, and some other Colt offensive players. However, Ahmad Bradshaw, if you are desperate in a PPR league, you know, this is a guy who had 38 receptions last year, six receiving touchdowns to go along with 425 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns last year, eight total touchdowns, caught the ball a bunch. The Colts leaned on him when other running backs didn't work out until he got hurt. As a third down back, uh, Ahmad Bradshaw still has something to prove. I think he wants to go out on his terms. 12, 14-team league, I'm willing to take a flyer, get Bradshaw on my roster, and in the right situation, uh, possibly use him in a PPR league, Doug. Uh, I have a feeling, I don't know if you agree with me on that, but that's my view. You know, Anthony, he, he's one of those guys that he has his bad feet. Everyone knows that. Uh, he, he's always a little bit banged up, but the guy will just not go away. And I think this yeah. is a perfect example of that. And especially in a PPR league, you know he's real dangerous out of the backfield. You know, and you know, give us little flat passes. Uh, I have no problem taking a flyer if, if if you're desperate. Then yes, you take and and, and you know, who knows what's going to happen with Gore if he gets banged up? Who's going to be next? Probably Bradshaw. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's, be Bradshaw. He, he he played with them for a few years now. He has a lot of experience. I'm sure he, he's lost a half a step, sure, but I mean, he's still an extremely serviceable running back. And I, I agree. I think in 12, 14 team leagues, definitely at him. Doug, here's an interesting little trivia question. How old is Ahmad Bradshaw? Don't look it up. You know, How I, old? I'm, I, 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 I promise you I'm not looking it up. I think he's only about 20 or 29. He's only 29. Yeah. He feels like he has been around yeah. forever. Yes. Uh-huh. Forever. Only you know, it's really funny. He's got, you he's say got the that. body of a seventy-five-year-old, right? The feet, <laughs> yeah. the knees, the neck. I mean, that yeah. thing is held together by more rubber bands and crazy glue than anybody's has a right to be. But you know, it's, it's only it's, it's, it's years funny old. you say that, Anthony, because I remember, I remember about three or four years ago, I'm like, "How old is this guy?" I looked him up, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> he's twenty-four. What? How is that possible?" <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I, I could have. Yeah, thought... I just looked. I was shocked to see he's only twenty-nine. Yeah. 
I mean, and it's it's really funny you said it because I remember looking him up back in the day. Like he's he's only that old. I thought at least I thought he's at least thirty years old about four or five years ago. <laughs> Quick update on the Thursday night game: Seahawks at the Forty ers The third quarter just came to an end. Uh, seventeen to three, Seattle. Uh, fantasy relevant: Russell Wilson, two hundred yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. He's been okay. Marshawn Lynch, and I thought he'd have a better game against the a, uh, 49ers defense that's 32nd against the pass. But let's be honest, Russell Wilson's disappointed this year from a fantasy perspective. Marshawn Lynch, 89 yards rushing and a touchdown. Tyler Lockett, 3 for 71 and a touch. Jimmy Graham, only one catch for 23 yards. San Francisco side of the ball, Kaepernick's done nothing. Uh, 11 of 18, 111 yards. Carlos Hyde, only 11 carries for 40. Vernon Davis, 3 for 54. Anquan Bolden with uh, a hamstring, but he's out there, uh, two for 33. Reggie Bush, Torrey Smith, non-factors. And another, as always, Thursday night snooze fest, uh, quite possibly the worst idea in terms of quality play that the NFL <laughs> has ever had, Doug. I mean, God, I, 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 uh, I'm annoyed that I have to put it on my TV because Thursday night games stink. There's no baseball on tonight. And, uh, and and my wife, uh, I don't know, when I left her, she was watching some, you know, married with children type of show. I don't know what the heck it was. But, uh, <laughs> Listen, Anthony, you know, as you know, it's all about marketing. They're making money, and that's all they care about. That's it. I guess that's it. Doug, let's move over to the wide receiver position. Um, right. You know, we know we know the big names. DeAndre Hopkins. Larry Fitzgerald has a ridiculously good matchup as does John Brown, get both Arizona running backs in your lineup, um, uh, both of them against Baltimore. We talked about the Jaguars running back, uh, wide receivers. But, Doug, before we go any further, we do have a phone call here, so let's see what's going on on the line. Hello, you're on the air with Anthony and Doug. Who's this? Hi, Anthony and Doug. This is Laura calling from D.C. Laura from Hi, Laura. D.C. How are you, Laura? What's going on? I'm I'm good. I'm I'm actually calling on behalf of my husband who <laughs> can't talk because he had four wisdom teeth pulled today and he is icing his cheeks right now and can't talk. But he's asked me to call and get advice. That's got to be offers. one of the greatest gifts he's ever given you, Laura. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it is one of the greatest gifts. It is. It is. Let's be honest. <laughs> If this is the Greg who called last week and rambled for about uh, uh, 10 to 15 minutes, I believe it was two weeks ago, um, although we don't know him well, we obviously know he can talk. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, only thing better was it would be if you took that pillow that he's laying on and put it over his head. But anyway, Laura, oh my goodness. What, Whoa. Is, <laughs> what, what is the, question, what is the I, question you have for, your, for us? I will keep this short because I'm sure everyone is cringing when they hear the tone of my voice. I, I've been told I sound a little bit like a four-year-old. So You sound wonderful. Oh, thank you. You do. You... Um, so I have, <laughs> or my, not I, but my husband has two trades that have been offered. My handsome husband, my handsome husband has been <laughs> offered two trades, and he wants to know which one he should Except the first one. Thanks, okay. Laura. <laughs> what, 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 what's the trade, Laura, Laura? Let's hear the trades. Here we go. All right. So this guy wants my 
very handsome husband to give up Ryan Tannehill, Doug Martin, in exchange for Drew Brees or Giovanni Bernard? Okay. Um, Tell your husband that he he wants the Drew Brees, Giovanni Bernard side of that trade. Okay, but wait, there's another offer also. Okay. Okay, what's the other one, Laura? Um, so, um, my Doug, husband you still awake over be... there? I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> all right, all right, thought I lost he you. Would be... <laughs> he, would, he would be giving up Ryan Tannehill and LaShawn McCoy in exchange for Drew B- Brees. Laura, is Giovanni. reading something that's new to you, Laura? <laughs> is reading something that's new to you? <laughs> I haven't seen these names before. I don't know. These are foreign names to me. LaShawn. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought thought you just started reading. I apologize. So, um, okay, so you heard those two? No, I heard McCoy. Brian Tannenhill and Sean McCoy, and who are the other two? Breeze. Drew Breeze and Giovanni Bernard. Drew Brees, I want Drew Brees and Giovanni Bernard in both of those trades. I agree. Doug, you agree? 100%, yes. which one? Which one should he give up? The 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 first one, the Doug Martin Martin? one. Ryan Tannenhill and Doug Martin. He should give up Doug Martin. Yes. And Tannehill. Yes. He should keep LaShawn McCoy. Yes. Okay. Okay, Laura? Okay. All right. Thank All right. you. Well, Laura, thank you, Laura. Thank you for the time. You were wonderful. Tell your handsome husband uh, to feel better. All right. I will. All right. <laughs> that was an experience there, Doug. That was you an know, experience. It, it, I'm sorry. I think I was kind of tough on her, but my God, yeah. A little. You were a little tough on her, but you know what? I think she's a tough broad. You can take it. Yeah, that's. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping she's tough. <laughs> Um, hopefully she pulled out the teeth herself on her husband just to keep his mouth shut. That would be, I'd have a lot more respect for her if if, if that, (laughs) all right, Doug, actually now, Doug, I, in all seriousness, as that was going on, I did get another question sent to me on Twitter. So I want to, I want to pull that up and read that to you. And then we will get to all the wide receiver talk that we promised. So when here's the question, this question was posed to me by Nick. Um, and it's an interesting one. Here it is. He says he's been offered uh, Lamar Miller. He'd be giving up Lamar. No, I'm sorry. He'd be getting Lamar Miller, Danny Woodhead, A.J. Green, and Zach Ertz. Okay. In exchange, in exchange for Demarius Thomas, Travis Kelsey, Latavius Murray, it is a half-point PPR. Okay. So he, he, he'll he be getting Miller, Woodhead, Green, and Ertz for Demarius Thomas, Thomas, Kel- Thomas Kelsey, Kelsey, and, and Murray. Half-point PPR? Octavius Murray. Half-point PPR. I said to, uh, my, th- my original thought was to take the trade. I thought A.J. Green was a wash with Demarius Thomas. Uh, I thought he'd take a little bit of a hit at tight end. You'd rather have <laughs> Travis Kelsey than Zach Ertz. But the running backs, Miller looked great last week. Uh, uh, Melvin Gordon's been so bad in San Diego I think Woodhead's value continues to rise I'd rather have that two-headed running back combination over Latavius Murray what do you think? 
You know, I actually I, I disagree with one aspect of the trade. I think at this point, the way Peyton Manning is playing, I think if you're getting green and the way Dalton's playing, you're getting the, the major advantage at wide receiver. So I would, I would also take the trade, but I think he's getting uh, a, a great deal here. Yeah, I agree. I told him to go with it. Okay. So, yeah, Nick, if you're out there listening, and I think you are, uh, uh, make that make that trade. Grab AJ it's a great Green. trade. Go forward with that. Yep. All right, Doug. So let's talk some wide receivers, right? DeAndre Hopkins, I mentioned the Jaguars. We mentioned the uh, the Cardinals wide receivers. What about the Steelers situation, Doug? They've got a matchup against the Chiefs. The Chiefs' pass defense is terrible, 25th in the league against the pass. I think they've given them 13 or 14 passing touchdowns. But the Steelers are now on quarterback number three, okay? Yeah. Landry Jones is starting this week. And we've seen what happened to Antonio Brown with Roethlisberger out. Martavius Bryant, though, went off last week when he returned. I think he's a must-start. But yes. it's Landry Jones. You know, what are we doing in Pittsburgh? Well, I'll say this: I would start Landry Jones over Joe Flacco at this point. You know, wow, he has amazing wide receivers. Um, Heath Miller, I mean, you know, Heath Miller. I, I thought he'd be doing better. I know he's, you know, he's he's getting up there in age and whatnot. But uh, you know, I, I would start Martavis uh, Bryant in a second. Antonio Brown just makes me nervous, though. I mean, they're all over him. You know. And like you said, they're on the third running. They're on the third quarter. Who, who's next? You know me. So. Oh God, help us. Yeah. But I mean, you can't bench Antonio Brown, Doug. You no, can't. You, 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 you can't. You, you gotta, you gotta, you know, bite the bullet and just and just ride him. You have to. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a great matchup for Landry Jones. The Chiefs' deep pass defense is not good. Their offense is a mess without Jamal Charles. Um. I'll play Martavis Bryant, and I will play Antonio Brown without hesitation. Get them both in your lineups. Uh, Odell Beckham's got a nice matchup against the Cowboys. I know he's sitting out practice, but the but the show the uh, he played last week and he was fine and he was effective. He was the only giant who was effective. Um, Doug, your take on the wide receiver position this week? Who do you like? <clears throat> You know, it's, it's funny to say that. I know Adele's he's he's questionable, which you know everybody is every week. He's he's a little bit sore, it seems this week so far. Um, I'm liking Ruben Randall against Dallas this week. Yeah, I don't mind Ruben Randall. He's a solid wide receiver three. Um, he's going to give you ten to fifteen points. You know. Yeah, and you know he he, he could, I mean, if you get a touchdown from him, you can get twenty points from him. You know, you get seven eight receptions, maybe eighty yards, a touchdown. Yeah, I, I think he, I think he's in line for a nice game, Doug. Doug, what about the Saints and the Colts game? You've got some wide receivers there. You got to consider. Um, you know, the New Orleans Saints are twenty fourth in the league against the pass. The Colts are twenty eighth. So you've got Willie Sneed. You've got Brandon Cooks, who's been a disappointment on the Colts side of the ball. T. Y. Hilton, Andre Johnson, who's just starting to get going a little bit, and then Dante Moncrief. Who's in? Who's out in that game for you from a fantasy perspective? You know, I, it's tough. I got, I got burned by Snead last week. Uh, I, I got, I, no, actually, no, that's not true. I got burned by everybody last week, so I shouldn't really take it out of Snead. <laughs> um, you know, Cooks, he could be the number one wide receiver. If you went, if you went running back, running back, what's that? But he's been te- – I don't want to say he's been terrible, but a lot of people drafted him as a number one wide receiver. 
That's and he saying, hasn't right? even given you wide receiver three numbers, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, so I'm saying if you if you want running back, running back, you probably took him first. Are, are you going to bench him? I don't know if you can. Can you bench him? I, don't know. I did. I did. I, I, in a league where he was my third wide receiver off the board, and I went wide receiver heavy very early on. Um, right. Odell Beckham, Calvin Johnson, Brandon Cooks. I went heavy flex position PPR. You know my theory. I, I'm not running back reliant. Uh, in draft day, because there's always a Devonta Freeman in round 10 you could draft. Right. Um, but I'm going with Don, Don, uh, Moncrief over him. I'm going with Moncrief over Cooks. Uh, Cooks has, in my view, let me down. And then to, to double down on the disappointment of Brandon Cooks, I've added off the waiver wire, who we mentioned earlier, I added Diggs from Minnesota. You know, Brandon Cooks, has 363 receiving yards on 29 receptions and one touchdown. From a fantasy perspective, he's had only over 20 fantasy points once. And he's only had, and after that, his highest was just under 15. He's only been in the double digits three out of six games. And if you're not in a PPR league, forget about it. He's done even less than you. He's getting plenty of targets, but the numbers aren't there. The, 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 the touchdowns are certainly not there. Cooks is no longer, in my view, in a 12-team league of wide receiver three. I'll slide him down into a wide receiver floor, four position. And I'm looking for a guy like Diggs or Sneed or some other low-end guys or Ruben Randall as as other options, Doug. Yeah, well, I mean, you and I were on the same page. And if, if people were listening and following our advice, then uh, Cooks was not your first wide receiver. You know, he, he was just maybe second or even third. I think for me, he was my second in one league. And you know what? But later on, I picked up a John Brown and Allen Robinson, and I have no problem benching him. I mean, I, I don't yeah. need him right now. John Brown has been absolutely terrific. Uh, um, absolutely unreal. Doug, yeah. what about the Cowboys situation? If Des Bryant plays, you got to get him in, even with Matt Castle at quarterback, No. Uh, no, I disagree. I would not start him. I mean, the way it sounds right now, it sounds like he's playing because he can, not because he should. You know, I think he thinks it's a, it's a it's a nice, uh, you know, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? He, he's very proud that he can get into the game this week. But I would not start him. I have him in two leagues, and I will not start him in either. The only way I'm starting Des Bryant is if I've been unable to replace him Yeah. while he's out. Um, if I have found a nice little replacement who's given me good numbers, I can't trust the snap count. Unless they say right before game time, Des Bryant's on the field, no limitations, no restrictions. He's going to be out there and he's going to be Des Bryant. But if there's any hint of restrictions or limitations, um, and I've, I, I can't play him unless I'm desperate, uh, and that's it. I am not interested in Terrence Williams while Matt Castle is quarterbacking the Dallas Cowboys, Doug. I just I can't do it. I just think it's a god-awful situation um, this week for them. Um, any other running back, Any other wide receivers you like, Doug? Or any other wide receivers you don't like? Um, I don't like Steve Smith this week against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he's He's... He's another one of those guys. He, he's he's a first round Hall of Famer. He's having a great season. I will sit him this week against the Cardinals. 
What about the Falcons wide receivers against the Titans defense that's number one in the league against the pass? You, you got, well, I mean, if you have Julio Jones, you got him either first or second round. You got to start him. I mean, he's arguably the best. What's that? Hankerson? Yeah, I'll start him, too, because I think Hankerson, he's, uh, he's one of those guys, I think, week by week, he's going to get better and better, and I would definitely start him. Interesting. All right, Doug, before we wrap up, let's hit up the tight end position. Uh, some more injury situation. Jordan Reed trying to come back from the concussion. The Redskins are hoping they'll be able to utilize him this week, just waiting from the doctors. Keep in mind, Antonio Gates uh, missed practice again today, Thursday. He's got a knee that he hurt on the final drive of the game last Sunday. He's been terrific, but uh, keep that in mind. He might not play, and he's got a 4 o'clock start time, which is a kiss of death uh, for your fantasy team. So keep right. that in mind. Monitor the uh, the Antonio Gates situation. Uh, Kelsey against Pittsburgh. We've got Gronkowski against the Jets. Jason Winton. Delaney Walker's been terrific. And Doug, Gary Barnage of Cleveland. Uh, these are some of the top tight ends. Uh, is there anybody else out there at the tight end position you're tripping over to get yourself in the li- to get in the lineup for you? You know, I'm, I'm taking a chance on Ben Watson this week. Um, Came up a great I, game last week. Yeah, I mean, well, you know what? I've always liked him since New England. And he's one of those guys, he'll give you 15, 16 points one week and then two the next. And that's that's just the way it is with him. But uh, he's, he's a talented guy. He's got a, still has a good quarterback with him. Uh, the wide receivers, as we know, are not doing much there, so I would easily take a flyer on Ben Watson. Yeah, there you go. Jimmy Graham's been a disappointment tonight. Greg Olson against Philadelphia. You don't mind that. Um, you know, the Colts run up tight end situations, always murky. I like Charles Clay this week against Jacksonville. Jacksonville 21st in the league against the pass. Charles Clay can have some decent games. E.J. Manuel's quarterbacking for Buffalo again this week. Uh, what about Larry Donnell? Are we down on Donnell after that? I mean, Eli got charged with the interception, but Donnell should have held on to that ball, Doug. Yeah, he, he should have. Uh, he, he's one of those guys um, I'm on the bubble with. But, I, you know, it's, again, it's Dallas. They'll be hungry. I'll start Donnell. Fair enough, Doug. All right, Doug. Uh, just a quick update before we sign off here tonight. Uh, Seattle now leads the game 20-3. to um, Russell Wilson, 233 yards, a touchdown, two picks. Marshall Lynch up to 98 yards on the ground and a touch. Tyler Lockett, fourth to 77 and one touchdown. That's the fantasy impact for Seattle. And obviously their defense limiting San Francisco to only three points. Um, nothing happening there. Bolden, Vernon Davis, 49ers just look terrible. So the uh, Seattle Seahawks, two touchdowns, two field goals on the day. Driving again, Marshall Lynch is now over 100 yards. And there you have it. All right, folks, we are out of time on this Thursday night, October 22nd. I want to thank everybody for listening, whether you listen live on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes at some point over the course of the weekend. Don't forget, go to iTunes, download, subscribe, rate, and comment on the show. We appreciate the love and support. Special thanks to our friends down in D.C. <coughs> for giving us a call. Uh, we tease because we love and uh, we do appreciate Laura giving us a call if she was really calling for her husband. Uh, I cannot imagine uh, the way she sounded that any guy that uh, that any guy would be lucky enough to get her. That's for sure. She sounded way <laughs> too good looking, way too looking for good looking for some fantasy football nerd to uh, get lucky to hitch up to. That's for sure, Doug. But um, anyway, don't forget you can follow the uh, Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show on Twitter at a Aniano Fantasy. 
Facebook, the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. And, um, you know, that's about it, folks. Doug, this was a great show, as always. Uh, great job. Always a good time, my friend. Yeah, yeah listen, guys, if, if you like sport, and I know a lot of you guys do, the Rugby World Cup is going on right now. It's the semifinals. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal tournament. And you won't be disappointed if you, if you check it in. Where, is that being televised? Uh, yeah, we have to buy some. Uh, it depends on, on the package you have. But right now, there's it's, it's four teams left, all Southern Hemisphere teams. But, Anthony, just people who like sport in general. It's I mean, people that I know, you know, who don't follow rugby or like you know I caught a game and it's just amazing. I mean the upsets is it's it's almost as almost as good as the baseball playoffs right now. I dare say. What channel would it be on? What is the channel that's broadcasting it? Do you know? Uh, well, if you have files, I think it's one thousand channel one thousand three. Um, but uh, just call up get a get a package. The final game it'll be forty bucks to watch the final, and uh, it'll it, right now. It, oh, it's, it's on pay per view. It's a pay per view game. The final will probably be on pay-per-view, yeah. You're talking New Zealand, Argentina, uh, um, uh, South Africa, and Australia. Big-time teams. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like four New England Patriots teams going at it. It's phenomenal. Excellent stuff. May have to check that out, Doug. Keep me informed of when those games are coming. Uh, NLC, ALCS, Game 6 tomorrow night. Royals at the Blue Jays. World Series starts Tuesday in the American League ballpark. Uh, Mets getting ready for that. Um, and that's about it, folks. Twitter, Facebook, follow us there. Join us every Thursday night, 10 o'clock Eastern time, and we'll help you preview each and every week of the fantasy football season. For Douglas Dodaller, I'm Anthony Anio. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend, folks. Let's go, Mets. Mm-hmm.